You're listening to Bookworm on KCRW. I'm joined by fantasy author Jonathan Renshaw. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Now, Jonathan, as a fantasy writer, you must be quite interested in American politics of late. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's definitely interesting. Uh, sort of like a, a fantasy novel in itself. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. And Trump is like a dragon or something. <laughs> Uh, can we talk about my book? Instead of Mordor, it's like Washington, D.C., you know what I mean? Hey, enough! My new book is called Dawn of Wonder. Check it out at Barnes & Noble, no, uh, Amazon, Audible. Uh, you can... Uh... Oh, I'm, I'm not a fan of Audible. When it comes to audiobooks, you're gonna have to convince me... <laughs> Welcome to Convince Me, the show where a high-skied skateboardist tries to convince a couple of skeptics to get on board with their distinctive, sometimes downright under-flip-usual, Ollie Session. Now, that is our very unhelpful parody of our own intro. I did a little skateboarding when I was uh, in, like, fourth and fifth grade. Were you a goofy or a regular foot? Ooh, I think I was a regular. Hey, I was a goofy, so... What a surprise! Uh, I also did some skateboarding, and I took my brother's skateboard out, and I was like, dude, I'm doing it. Then I launched it right into a highway, got run over. Never. No, the skateboard did, not you. Better not skateboard me. than you. True. Yeah, uh, like but I am saying. a goofy, you know? You're a goofy? Yeah. Hey, goofy bros. Uh, so this is the show where we have a guest on to convince us of their viewpoint, but today, guys, we ain't got no guest. This is a classic no guest Bro fest. The most comfortable chair in the room <laughs> is not being used. Yeah, that's right. Uh, fact, our Tempur-Pedic office chair. I think I'm gonna. Are you switching it up, Jeff? Uh. Anyway, so to my left here, we've got host number one, Thayer Frechette. How you doing, Thayer? Hey, it's me, the French cat. Meow, meow, meow. Is that still funny? Please write in. Let me know. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and to his left, Jeff Kaufman. How are you doing, Jeff? You got that new chair? New chair, same guy. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, that's, now that's something. It's a great catchphrase. And today I will be acting as the guest who will be convincing you, uh, even though I opened this as if I was hosting. You're guys. a ghost. Guest host. Ghost. ghost. You're ghosting right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like Elijah Wood. Ghosting. Uh, Casper, you remember it? Oh, was he the voice of Casper? Yeah, I like believe a so. Person who doesn't Un- want to date another person anymore. Was Ghoster. It, it might have been Devin Sawa. Now that I think about it, Ghoster, hilarious. Thank I was you. still thinking. Uh, for that was our new segment, Casper fact. Uh, here's a theory though: Is Casper a dead Richie Rich? What do you guys think about that? Oh, because hmm. he's so super rich. rich. Did they make any Richie Rich movies after Casper? started after they started making casper movies they've got a new richie rich tv show so i guess they can do the star wars prequels you can do prequels it's it's a prequel if anything it's a prequel because because casper's richie rich is what we've learned oh there you are i've been talking to a curtain for an hour it's a little (laughs) ghost humor for you uh this chair is unbelievable you guys is it yeah (laughs) big difference over there yeah you see why those guests are always world. smiling. Yeah, it feels really good. I feel good about myself. Cool, cool. What's today's topic there? Uh, today's topic is Disco Worm. That is incorrect. Okay. I will be convincing you both to read the Discworld books. Oh, that's so close. And specifically, you know, guys, uh, for th- this episode, my personal goal is I would like to convince you both to read one book. There's 40 Discworld books. Oh, I have not read them all. Wow, off to a There's no read to read start. them all. I haven't read them all. Okay. Uh, there's no reason to make that a commitment or anything. It's like, yeah. Uh, it'd be like committing to committing to read all of the Nancy Drew books. You can just read one. Um, but anyway, I want it. That's my goal is to Isn't get you guys to commit to reading one. The Nancy Drew slogan is you, you can't just read one. <laughs> I think you're thinking <laughs> That's of a Pringles. Good point. <laughs> uh, I Pringles, bet you can't cr- read just one Nancy Drew book. I had, Go such, ahead. A cru- I had such a crush. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Uh, I had a big crush on Nancy Drew, I have to say. Big crush. Oh, you know so. who else did? The Hardy Boys. Oh, uh, I just want to say, last, last, 
uh, last night in my like college improvs Facebook group. Uh, call it, wait, no, college improv Facebook group. Um, God. someone posted a, a meme. We had this game that we would do, like an opening where we would do the Gaston song, like, no one blanks like Gaston, no one blanks like Gaston, no one, you know, and we'd change the verb. Oh, okay. It's like a singing song. And somebody it's like posted, a singing song? Somebody's posted a meme in that group that was like, no one fucks like Gaston. And it was like Gaston, it was a cartoon of Gaston, like, having sex with one girl, and she's like, on, like she's like mounted on him and he's standing and then he's holding up two other girls with his hands and like i'm not i don't want to get more into it. it's a really graphic cartoon of like gaston having a four-way and people like liked it like like girls liked it i thought it was very weird oh so your stance on this after this description of the cartoon is that you don't like it yes i was okay. very off put by it that's I thought a, it was that's a, reassuring I it was very crude this is an explicit podcast, just so people know. Yeah, I'm sorry. What? I sort of, what I might have gotten, I might have described happened? too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But your stance was, this is a gross cartoon. Yeah, Why is this it happening? Was, it was really messed up, and, like, multiple people liked it. Like, it, it, nobody else reacted to it in a weird way. It felt very, felt like sexual a assault. A weird world, yeah. In a weird you didn't way, like it. You know? Mm-hmm. So what's everyone's background with Bookworm? What are we calling bookworm. it? It's called Discworld. <laughs> Discworld. So you guys want to j- jump right into it? Discworld? Uh, yeah, let's jump into it. My background is none. I don't know what this is. I keep calling it Bookworm. And, uh, <laughs> it's not even... It's a two-word two word compound uh, word. Disc- the, the talk radio show we were spoofing. Oh, oh it's, it's implanted in my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, no background at all, actually, so... We'll see. I'm already one book committed on this podcast, and I haven't even gotten close to cracking that baby. Uh, Jeff, dude, what's up with you, dude? What's up with you? Uh, yeah, uh, not much of a reader of books. Um, I've, I've done a little bit more since college ended, uh, but mostly nonfiction, actually. Just not cartoon bad, memes. Probably. Yeah, mostly cartoon memes. Uh, pretty sexual in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, Yikes. So yeah, going back. I I don't I don't I don't know I, I I don't see this working out for me personally. I'm not a big fantasy fan. Uh, Amazing. No. Did I, you ever read Lord of the Rings, for instance? I didn't read Lord of the Rings. Did you like the movies? Did you yeah. read the scripts of the movies? Yes, I always do that. Yeah, I well, think sure. it's wrong we all to do. watch a movie without having read. You the gotta scripts. appreciate the art that way. Are yes. there people who don't pull up the PDFs on their phone while they're watching movies? I feel like all of us in Hollywood are doing that because oh. sometimes the those dirty, dirty actors change the lines. Well, yeah, and, and how are you... Sometimes intend- the stage direction isn't clear from what you see on the screen. Everything's written for a reason, okay? That's yeah. something I live by. Mm-hmm. We see the Eye of Sauron scanning over the horizons. It makes so much more sense than when I look on the screen and there's some crazy fire thing that's supposed to be an eye. I don't know. I, have, I, 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 I always thought it was the Eye of Saran, and then he like had an offshoot. Rap. Yo, it's the Saran Wrap. I'm an evil eye and I'm made out of fire. Got some leftovers in a Tupperware container, but you don't have a lid? Well, here's a no-brainer. Saran Wrap. My precious. So, right. there. how about you? Have you read any fantasy novels? Do you like Lord of the Rings? Uh, read- or uh, what's the C.S. Lewis... Chronicles of Narnia, anything like this? Uh, I've read the first. Is that Redwall? No, Redwall is that one? Oh, uh, read Game the, of Thrones? No, no, no. What's Redwall? Redwall. Oh, it's is like another a YA, series. I think it's a YA book. Uh, yeah, I've read The Hobbit and the first Lord of the Rings. Uh, I've read all the scripts, obviously, for all these movies, and then I read the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, mm-hmm. and that is about it. That's a lot more than Jeff. What a surprise. <laughs> Regular on the skateboard. Ben? So I've, guys, as you can see from this paper, I've, co- I've compiled a lot of notes. And I'm, I'm going to go say right up front, this is a high stakes convince for me. I'm extremely passionate about Discworld. I discovered it, I believe, three or four years ago. Disc. <clears throat> Read one of the, what? Discovered. Disc, I discovered it. Hey, man, keep them coming. <laughs> Love that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and uh i've gotten i i was trying to count them up this morning and i couldn't couldn't get a complete list but i think i've read at least half so i've read about 20 wow 
Show off. Um, they're great. And there's also like offshoot books. But let me let me give you some background here. Please. Discworld is a series of 41 comedic fantasy novels written by the recently deceased Sir Terry Pratchett. The, Sir? Yeah, he's he's been knighted. He's well, he was knighted. He's now dead. Oh my god. And okay. As long as we're on that subject, Terry Pratchett, it's a very very sad he got early onset Alzheimer's and he probably was going to write a lot more of these books. Uh these are extremely popular books. Let me give you a stat on that. There's more than 80 million books sold in 37 languages. Well, if it's popular, I don't like it. I said every hipster. <laughs> Classic, baby. <laughs> Sorry, I have a bit of a cold. So, guys, Discworld is a series of books. They're all set in the same world. Can you guess what that world is called? USA. It's incorrect. Jeff? Uh, Dick's World. is very close. Uh, it's actually called Disc's Last Resort. Discworld, <laughs> <laughs> Discworld is a series uh, which seems like Earth, but in fact, it's this flat disc. So there's there's crazy people on Discworld that think the world is round, Wait. but it's actually a disc. No, no, no. Um, and then that disc sits on top of four elephants, which in turn sit on top of a turtle named the Great Atuan, and he swims through space and carries it. Seems like something uh, quick, a child could come quick, up with. Quick question. Or, you know, Hindu mythology. Quick question. Is Damn the it. turtle turtly enough for the turtle club? Uh, it was. It's a little known fact that Dana Carvey... Dana Carvey? Dana and Carvey. Uh, Dana Carvey and Terry Pratchett were... Um, Lovers. Uh, yeah, during his time at SNL. So there was a lot of commingling of ideas. So uh, Master talk. of Disguise is sort of maybe like a, a honorary Discworld book, you might say. Okay. So Pistachio Disguise, he could find <laughs> wait, his way. Wait, wait, wait. Are you joking? I'm definitely joking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get that out of the way quickly. Uh, but it right, is so- funnier than... Then Master of Disguise, which is a movie I, I enjoyed quite a lot. It's Did on you? the top top ten worst movies of all time. It's uh, not surprising for me. All right, so we're living in this disc on four elephants on top of a turtle. Is this a big? This must be a big ass turtle. Yeah, it's a it's a world sized turtle. Does it ever pan down to the turtle and the turtle's just like just another day in this world? <laughs> that it might. I haven't read all these books. Okay, I'm sure it's not like just another, another day. So for me, a lot of this, like, he has all this background, like, science stuff about it. And it's funny, and it's it's interesting, but it's it's not what draws me in. I could see someone like Jeff. You might like the... uh, Because he has his... He made up his own, um, like, physics for this world that still makes sense, but they're just not the physics we have. Not a lot of people understand that science can be art. I'm with you. Do you have an example of that in your own life? What do they call that? Shirt? Oh, sick. Sick. I love that. Uh, So Discworld Discworld is like satirical. It's comedic. And it makes fun of a lot of the tropes of fantasy novels is how it started out. So with some of the early novels, it's a lot about like making fun of uh, how in Tolkien, there's always these songs. So there's no songs in Discworld and they'll like somebody will like start to sing a song when they're on a quest and they're like, shut up. Why are you singing? We don't want to listen to that. So it's funny, funny, funny jokes. Uh, And they got the same kind of like species that they have in a lot of these uh, fantasy novels. Dwarves, trolls, elves, gnomes. They got a lot of the same stuff. Uh, Magic is real in Discworld. Um, and you can, you can kind of create magic from like, so if you believe in a God, so you say that Jeff believes in the God of things that are lost in the carpet. If he believes hard enough, that God will start to exist and enough people join Jeff and believing in that God, that God will like grow. And so become. exactly like real life. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I mean, for all intents and purposes, yeah. intents and purposes. You got it, buddy. Good self-correct. Um, so, so it, allow me to kind of distill this because I love to distill. I love to reduce. Oh, uh, science! Are you sharding right? Exactly. Now. I'm sharp. I'm going to shart on this. Uh, is this sort of like the First. scary movie of fantasy novels? No, not at all. Okay. Uh, I get what you're where you're coming from. That it would just that's like a straight up parody, right? Right. This is less parody and more. Um, these books are are very not another teen movie. No. <laughs> uh it's 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 not like a straight up parody where they're just making fun of all the 
all the cliches of fantasy books. It kind of started out that way a little bit, but it's much deeper than that. And the stories on their own and the characters, the storylines so, are compelling so on their Norbit. own. <clears throat> Uh, yeah. I'm feeling how guests feel. I think uh, <laughs> shitty. Now, uh, are the characters the same throughout all the books? Great question. Thanks for asking. Oh, thank God. So there's a bunch of different storylines, and they intertwine. Uh, but so I thought you didn't have to read books, all the books. You don't have to at all. Uh, <clears throat> like they all make they make sense on their own. Each book makes total sense on its own. But you'll see characters and storylines from other books entering that book, like. Um, for instance, there's a, a storyline called The City Watch, and it's about these policemen in uh, the main city in Discworld, Ankh-Morpork. And uh, these policemen... I think I had that at a Chinese restaurant last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. So say they're in another another novel about some witches, and the witches go to Ankh-Morpork, and there's a thief. You might see characters from the City Watch series come and interrogate that thief and take him away, you know. So it, it's cool. You see like cameos from the other books in each book. So that's pretty neat. But it's kind of like Casper and Richie Rich. You can watch them in any order, and it doesn't actually matter. Yeah, I'm more of a Richie Rich purist, but definitely with Discworld, you can you can read them in different orders. It, so it is Discworld. It's not Dick's World. It's Discworld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the disc. Well, well I was world. wrong, Jeff. Oh, you twenty bucks. You guys made a, a joke. Side bet, yeah, yeah. A little conversation. That's not a joke bet. That was like a real bet. That was a real bit. And as a quick aside here, uh, who of us is this? Has clo- only been asides. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> so. We're it was a real coleslaw ep. Uh, now, thank you, everyone. Now, for those of us here today, that's us. Who <laughs> that's do you a good th- preamble? Who do you think is closest to becoming knighted? Oh. Uh, are any of us have any links to Britain? Jeff, do you have any like ancestry in Britain? I think no. Jeff is like a Dutch name. <laughs> no, there's Jeff's in. I mean, the name isn't, but <laughs> I definitely don't. Uh, Thayer's got like accent closest to British. Oh, bloody yeah! I lived in New England, so like I can probably return it for the old one or something. I can see the UK office. I oh. think you're it then, Jeff. Also, yeah. Most influential job of all of us, probably? In the UK. <laughs> In the UK. Yeah, uh, um, that's what I mean. Um, this is crazy. They actually don't use dollars there. They use pounds. I just found that out. Ben, you were saying something? LBs, baby. Uh, so, Ankh-Morpork, the big city, is actually kind of like based on um, London, now okay. that we're talking okay. about Britain. So, there's a lot of Britishisms in this. Uh, but let me just... I'll start this off before we take our first commercial... I'll start us off on uh, just telling you some of the storylines. Yes. And then I've got a quote from each storyline that kind of encapsulates it so it can help you. First storyline is, as I mentioned already, the City Watch. Now, this, uh, it's, I think there's eight books in this storyline. Um, and it takes you kind of from when the City Watch were just the palace guard. And then it takes you through to they become like a real police force as the city changes. And there's a lot of themes in there about like... Um, jingoism uh, misogyny fear so you have like the police are kind of like adapting to new populations coming to the city and people who already live in the city like uh, female dwarves want to say that they're female because nobody can tell what sex a dwarf is they all have beards so these dwarf women in one of the books say like i'm a woman i want to start wearing lipstick and things like this and and dwarves are very offended by that the police kind of have to be like a leader in changing society so, as you can see, it's kind of like some cool political commentary, satire. Uh, so, uh, any questions? Okay. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure if I read it and I, and I got to feel the experience, yeah. that, would, that would be a little bit more powerful. But, I mean, it sounds cool. Uh, so, the, here's the first quote. Uh, Commander Vimes didn't like the phrase, The innocent have nothing to fear believing that the innocent had everything to fear, mostly from the guilty. But in the longer term, even more from those who say things like, the innocent have nothing to fear. That was from the book Snuff. Uh, we're that's just like, that, that honestly, that's just like annoying to me. It's like, why How is you, that annoying? It's like, why did you repeat that phrase so many times? It's like, say it, you know? Say it, don't spray it. it sounded like you were speaking another language. Really? It was a lot of words. 
There's a lot of words. I guess word economy doesn't generally exist. Generally how world. books work. <laughs> Lots of words. Maybe. Uh, is there like is there like a picture? You guys want to take a couple looks at these books? There's a I'm passing around a typical Discworld book on top there and a, below there's a that's a reference book for Ink More Pork. I'm looking it's at just more money for them. Now here's uh, a, this is such a, a funny series is one of the great things about it. Now Thayer, thumb through that, find a passage anywhere in there, like a short thing you want to read. We'll see if there's something funny in it. That just sounds like fun to me. Okay, okay. Uh there's Temple of Blind IO. Sounds good. EO. And it uh, looks like there's a schedule here. Is it a listing of religious entities? Yes, yes. Uh, Street of Small Gods. Chief Priest is Hunan Ridcully. Deacons, Uriah Clamp and Mr. Tourwilly. The organist is Mr. Ringrose. Okay, I do like that. And uh, services daily, except Octoday, which, boy, I'm intrigued. What's that about? Then there's an Octoday service at 10 a.m. And confessions Tuesday and Friday six p.m. Really interesting confessions at ten p.m. Okay, okay, it's funny. Uh, parentheses. It is always worth checking to see if there is a special confession deal available on certain feast days. Priests may offer a two sins for one penance. Now there, they're treating a church like a store. Uh, Jeff, what does that make you think? I'm of? hearing a lot of world building. I'm yep. hearing a lot of world building. Yep. And but what I need to to see in in any piece of work is. Aside from Thayer, because he's a piece of work, is uh, piece of work characters. Okay, and yeah, themes, and we'll talk about that when let's we come back from the break. But uh, first, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Do your kids love the show Punked? But as a Christian parent, you're not happy about them consuming that type of secular content. Well, we've got great news coming this spring on CHN. Our very own Christian prank show, Gently Ribbed. Check out these hilarious clips. Open your Bibles to Exodus 20:11. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But he didn't make my toupee. Golly, that's unusual. <laughs> You've been gently ribbed. Or this clip. Free condoms for you to fornicate with. This means sex is okay outside of marriage. Excuse me, sir. My condom wrapper just contained a tiny Bible. Ha <laughs> ha! You've been gently ribbed! No, I wanted to be, but there was no condom. Wait, what? Gently ribbed. It's good, clean humor for your kids to enjoy in their protective, beautiful bubble. Oh, thank you to Gently Ribbed. What channel is that on? CHN, I believe. CHN. Is that the country music one? It might be. I really don't have cable. Don't know much about it. So before the break, we were talking about characters. Um, characters? We've all, we're all fans of USA. Um, characters are welcome there. I know that. And I think that those are, you know, the characters are the, the sort of legs of a stool um, that hold up the stool, which is the piece of work. Okay, um, and there's a piece of work. So, <laughs> a piece of work. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the characters that hold up? You know, who's the Frodo of Discworld? Who's the? Do they have that, or is it so? So sparse? yeah, there's in a lot of these storylines. There's a protagonist. So, for instance, in the City Watch storyline, I just told you about. It would be Commander Vimes. And this is a guy. And that's Amanda Vimes' dad. That's I was true. thinking maybe he's a guy who makes a lot of vines. We suck today. Keep going. You guys are hilarious. Uh, this is a great podcast. I'm so glad to be a guest here. Commander Vines. Uh, Vimes? Now you got me saying Vimes. So they've all been lying. Commander Vimes. Uh, <laughs> he, um, he he starts out as like just a, a palace guard, beat cop type of guy, just walking around. He doesn't, um, not trying too hard. He kind of tries to do the right thing, but there's no police force behind him. And he sees a lot of character development. He becomes like a big hero. Part of his backstory is his dad killed, or his grandfather, killed uh, one of the kings of Ankh-Mor Park when they had kings. And that kind of established a patriarchal system. Now, people, for that reason, a lot of people like tease him. They say, like, you're from the line of the king slayers. But he kind of takes Game it as a point of slide, yeah, a point of pride. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. very Game of Thrones. So, but it's like a negative here because, like, Kingslayer. Yeah, they're cool not into title. It. They're, they're not, not into, into that. Yeah, because it's. I mean, if you think about it, 
if there were like um someone who assassinates a president we're not we're not fans of them right but they don't get like made fun of they straight up get put in jail what right but what about his ancestor yeah yeah so uh what about you guys would you guys like if you met someone let's say like a special female and she's like i'm an ancestor of lee harvey oswald okay what are like what do you do where do you go she's hot Oh man! Well, first of all, the looks of women for me are not what determines their value. It's whether or not okay, they've she's like a really hot okay. man. Oh man, uh, I'd be like, let's go to the grassy knoll. Is there a joke here? Is there a joke here? Anyone Jeff, put that cartoon away. Uh, all right, all right, all right. So she's I'm, like this hot. She, oh mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, I'd just be I like, drew this myself. It's a picture of a cocker spaniel. I hope she... Jeffrey. <laughs> okay. Well, so you got Commander Vines, guys. This, uh, this podcast got, is hilarious. I love being here. Commander Vines and Dick's World. Uh, uh, there's uh, there's other there's like protagonists in each story. The next big storyline is Rincewind, and he's the protagonist of this story. This thought, is the... Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I thought you said Buttswin for a sec, and I was like, ha ha, uh, we're second half kind of podcast, guys. Keep listening. Rincewind. Rincewind, uh, he's a wizard. There are, wizards are like the academics of this world. They have a big university. It's called the Unseen University. Who has longer beards, wizards or dwarves? I would say wizards because dwarves are so short. Uh, but dwarves okay, proportionally... Capita. Have longer pubes. Uh, I don't know about that. This they don't. They don't detail the pubes. This book sucks. <laughs> dwarves keep real buttoned up. That's part of it. And then when when the women dwarves started like showing cleavage, that's a big. It's a big kerfuffle. So like beard and cleave. That's a hot take for a uh, yeah for dwarves. Okay. Is there any interspecial smooch fest? Uh, yeah, that that comes up much later in the series. As I That's drew kind of like, a depiction of what I think it would look like for uh, a dwarf and a elf to uh, be having intercourse. Oh yeah, it's like a Great Dane. Uh, all I'm saying is Gaston with three other Gaston. people here. I like that pronunciation. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Who are some of your favorite characters? Is there someone you're just like, man, this is my dude? I do love Commander Vimes. I really like Tiffany Aching. She's from. Oh, uh, I bet she. What is up with her? <laughs> well, her dad does make those obvious puns of like, "I've been an aching all day." Uh, it's it's pretty hilarious. But I just she don't like, like it when it. authors try to be funny. Is this like when someone really? names, when someone names a character Norm Hull? You know, it's just like he's normal. Anyway, so Tiffany Aching, she is uh, the protagonist of these young adult novels. Uh, she's a discovers that she's a witch early on, and then kind of has to learn learn how to be a witch. That's probably right now my favorite series in Discworld. Here's a quote from a couple quotes from Tiffany Aching books. First one: People didn't respect Miss Level. They liked her in an unthinking sort of way, and that was it. Mistress Weatherwax was right, and Tiffany wished she wasn't. Why did you and Miss Tick send me to her then, she said. Because she likes people, said the witch, striding ahead. She cares about them. Even the stupid, mean, drooling ones. The mothers with runny babies and no sense. The feckless and silly fools who treat her like some kind of servant. Now that's what I call magic. Seeing all that, dealing with all that, and still going on. And that's very representative of the witches in Discworld. They help everybody, even if it doesn't help them. It's pretty great. That's okay. And uh, are they still getting down with like cauldrons and stuff? Broomsticks? Are those involved? Uh, they do have broomsticks. Okay. Uh, and they can fly around. Cauldrons, cauldrons. They got those. They don't really... Uh, it's kind of thought of as like the good witches don't need a cauldron. They'll just use whatever they got lying around if they need to make something. Mm-hmm. But like the kind of people who have like a big fancy witch looking one, they're more for show to show people that they're a witch. 21st so century witches. People. Okay. She uses like a crock pot and a Swiffer mop. What do you think? Ooh, uh, th- I like this, it. You know, there's no pubes, no cauldrons. <laughs> you know, one more strike and this book could be out. But I'm you have really odd requirements for books, don't you, Thayer? Yeah, well, you know, I just very specific. I like to be. Let's like, you know, where's that base reality for me? A witch without a cauldron is like a witch without a cauldron. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> speaks for itself we also have this is uh a lot of people's favorite series in the books is the death books 
This in dum, these dum, dum. In these books, Death is the protagonist. You guys heard of him? Mm-hmm. He's a seven foot tall specter. He's a skeleton. He wears what? a robe. Yeah, what's he wearing? Okay. He has a horse named Blinky or Binky. That's I think it's cute. Binky. Nice contrast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dark light. Yeah. Juxtaposition. It's like, it's like an Oreo. Uh, he's magical. He takes people away when they die. He appears in every book because somebody's always dying, and then you see death. He speaks in small caps. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I, cool. I didn't know the book was like, like having some funny funny stuff. Typographical stuff? Yes, that's the word. And uh, he, when he speaks, you don't actually hear him through your ears. The words just appear in your head, which makes that's sense. Cool. Oh, cool. okay. So that's cool. I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, does he Fair, carry you want to read this quote? Does he have a scythe? Yeah, he carries a scythe, um, and he uses it to reap your soul. Okay. Um, take it back into the... Uh, what is the... There's some sort of afterlife. Different afterlife depending on what you believe in Discworld. What's Death's want? Well, that's an interesting question. It's different at different times. Um, he's manifested because people thought they needed a death mm-hmm. um, early on. But he, at some point, is has been dealing with so many humans that he's like, I wonder what it's like to be a human. Love so it. he kind of starts assuming that role. Come on, humans. Love it. And people will see him like they can't process that it's death sitting with them if they're not dying. So they'll just project like an image of a person onto him. I think this says a lot about society and, uh, you know. And That's what it. else? Yeah, society. <laughs> That's uh, it. I agree. What does his face look like? Or is it always dark? It's a skeleton. Skeleton. Yeah. I mean, he's with all bugs, of him is a skeleton. I don't think around. he's got any bugs. He's That's pretty good. I, I don't, actually, I'm anti-bug on skeleton. What if you met... Okay, so she's super duper hot. Like, I'm talking... Death is? 10 out of 10, all like categories. Cocker Spaniel. She's got bugs crawling in and out of all her orifices. What do you think? I think I would try and take her to a hospital... If this is a person, so you're gonna try I came to change across. her. I yes, yes, I'll try to change her into healthy. <laughs> what if they're good bugs? Good like, bugs, like what kind of bugs? Like bacteria. I don't think they're like good ants? bugs and bad bugs. I ants? think that all bugs can be, you know, either. I, I, I can I talk to you for a second? Jeff, take off your headphones. Yeah, okay. we got Jeff off on this soapbox again about bugs. God, why he's so anti. <laughs> What's this? They're always pushing this bug agenda. He's, he's really bugging me. You guys, you guys, uh, here's this. There's a picture of a bug. Um, this bug. It's a cocker spaniel. On two gas stones. <laughs> Just get this gas stone meme out of here. Thanks for having me. This is hilarious. You guys are so funny. Uh, now, there was a quote I was supposed to read. Jeff, keep your headphones off for the rest of this okay. episode. <laughs> Good. Uh, I'm just oh, yeah. kidding. This one is thing? it death? Yeah, you want to read that death quote? This it's top one. Yeah, and feel free to characterize the quotes of people any way you want to. I will teach you to deal with time as you would deal with a coat, to be worn when necessary and discarded when not. Will I have to wash it? Said Claude Pool. When gave him a long, slow look. That was either a very complex piece of thinking on your part, Claude Pool. Or you were just trying to overextend a metaphor in a rather stupid way. I like that. That's Which you joke. think it was. The Thief of Time. Uh, now, those were quotes I enjoyed. It feels That's like funny, some right? grounded uh, writing. I don't know. I thought you were going to say grounded ants. I don't know. We're still <laughs> on the Something bug about thing. bugs? Uh, I agree. That's grounded, grounded writing. It seems a little like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Am I getting that? Yeah, I, I could see. And yeah. Douglas Adams, uh, they've got some similarities for Which sure. Which came first? Uh, like, I, believe Ridge, <laughs> I believe Terry Pratchett. I believe Terry Pratchett was the Richie Ridge, Ridge. Okay. and Douglas Adams would be the Casper. I think. I think those Hitchhiker's Guide those books came out like early nineties, probably right, mid mm-hmm. nineties. These books started eighties. Uh, um, I don't know. I wear time like a coat. So what? I think it. You know that excerpt sounded pretty good. Uh, that was good. Okay. Jeff, let me give you a chance to read one. Now, this one is from the Witches series. This is not the Tiffany Aching series. These are adult witches. And we already kind of talked about witches a little bit. Yeah, so no cauldrons. We, to... we all know. No cauldrons. No uh, under funny. witches, it's the bulleted point is the quote. So let's hear an excerpt from one of the witches' novels. You can't go around building a better world for people. Only people can build a better world for people. Otherwise, it's just a cage. 
Ooh. Guys, not a funny quote, but hey. Hello. That's, insightful, right? Yeah. Wow. And this is, is just dialogue in the book. It's not like these are just gems all over the place. Do they books. like do they like uh make it like in a different section of the book like uh, other Wait, than where no it's wisdom. originally printed? Do they like make it like bigger font with like quotes around it, like in a like newspaper a pull article? Quote, a pull quote? Yeah, no, they don't have pull quotes. Because oh, okay. that's good. I do hate pull quotes. I think that says articles. something about well, but I only read the pull quotes. Oh, sure. So people like me need. Uh, I think that says something about American politics, doesn't it? Definitely. Yeah, Western politics in general. I think, or maybe <laughs> just people in general. Uh. Next there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a good quote. Uh, let's get behind it. Otherwise, just a cage, right? Yes. Okay. What do, uh, you, do you understand that quote? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I get it. The world is a boxing ring inside of a WrestleMania cage, and if you don't okay. ask for a chainsaw from the audience, then yeah. you're not going to be able to get out of the cage. Like, I get that. I get that. So, Thayer, can you take off your headphones? People's for a elbow. Yeah, no problem. People's elbow. Okay. Ben, uh, uh, I want to talk to you about this bug. Um, <laughs> oh, man. This is a mistake. <laughs> I was going to tell you. some alone time. I was going to tell you, I think. <laughs> Jeff, I was going to tell you, I think Thayer understands this better than I do. But you want to talk about bugs? I honestly. I have no idea what either of you guys are talking about. I've just been kind of going along with the ride for this whole show. Hey, can you guys both take your headphones off for a minute? Yeah, okay, sure. Oh, my God. Finally going to scratch this itch. What the hell is that? I ran out of fungal cream. All right, can you put your headphones back? What? Hey, guys, I ran out of fungal cream. Oh, okay. I put my <laughs> headphones back on. Okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I love WrestleMania. <laughs> so the next series of books... Uh, Probably my second favorite after the Tiffany Aching series is the Industrial Revolution. Now, this is this is a great Wait, character. That's a real thing, Ben. Yeah, and it, you know it was a real thing in Discworld too. Although he doesn't ever call it the Industrial Revolution. It is Discworld. Revolution. It's not Dick's World. It's Disc World. Booksworm. Booksworm. <laughs> um, so in Discworld, Moise von Lipwig is this convict, right? He's a convict, and he's a con man as well. Con man. He's a swindler. He's real slick with his words. Slick work. And he's, uh, we start off the Industrial Revolution series with Moise von Lipwig on Death Row. And he is, uh, Death Row Records. He's, uh, being walked out to be hanged. And, um, fun little side note, uh, the, the executioner makes him sign the rope because he can sell it later for more money. Which is funny. Oh, well, can I say something? <clears throat> Capitalism. I keep going. It's a capital idea. Um, punishment. And he small caps. He is gets it- hanged, but he barely doesn't die, and is then ushered into the patrician. The patrician's like the tyrant of Ankhmore Park. Oh, this reminds me of the Mummy. Keep going. And this patrician, he forces him into service for the city. Now, he makes him. Um, he makes him in the first. What is the first book? I believe the first book is going postal. He makes him revive the post office. So the post office has gone defunct because they have their version of um, telegraphs. Post office have gone defunct. Come on, post office has gone defunct. I think Every the post, post office, office has gone, has gone defunct. defunct. I, uh, I think it is. I mean, I, I go in there and all I want to do is mail a simple letter, and I wait thirty minutes. The post office. It's, it's gone, gone to funk. Come on, post office. I mean, I think it's gone, gone to funk. I, uh, post office. I, I put in an order for for a sweatshirt uh, that says not my problem, uh, and it says four to seven days uh, delivery. It comes in two weeks. I think the post office has gone to funk. He's going postal. Uh, now, partrician is that the thing in a limo? <laughs> Drive a roll of the partrician, please. Right? Classy. Beyonce. Beyonce. Uh, we so, all took suppositories before this. I'm sorry. <laughs> so in each one of these Industrial Revolution books, Moise von Lipwig, who's getting more and more acclaimed because he keeps reviving these or creating new uh, services for the He's city. like the Steve Jorbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's he's kind of got this uh, second lease on life, and he's he wants to be a criminal, but he puts those criminal skills to work for the good of the city, even though he doesn't want to. He's like, catch me if you can. Yeah, he's like, catch me if you can. Catch can. He's like a catchy can. He's a catch. catch he's he's uh, a Leonardo DiCaps. That's pretty cool. Did Leonardo ever catch the can in that movie? No, no. If you can. He, it starts with like 
Leo, he's about to make uh, black bean soup, and then he drops the can of black beans, rolls out the door down the street, and he chases it. On top of spaghetti. Covered with Tom Hanks. There goes my beano. Um, convince me, listeners. Stewardesses. Feel free to send in some fan art. Uh, art. Of, uh, like spaghetti covered in Tom Hanks. I Spagooch. think that would be really fun. Uh, 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 no guest uh, bro fest. And on that, threes. we're going to go to a break. Um, but we'll be right back with more Convince Me. You're listening to Convince Me. The topic is Discworld. Our guest is Ben Castle. And we'll it be is right Discworld. Back. hello podcast listener in this audio medium a lot of things can be misconstrued due to lack of visual cues this can lead to some unfortunate outcomes for the consumer that's where i come in my name is sky fugelson and i'm a homophone lawyer i was listening to the joe rogan experience and an ad came on for beats I purchased them since I love a beet salad. $250 later, and all I got was some stupid headphones. Sky Fugelson got me my money back and a can of beets. I wanted a nice Macintosh apple, but when I ordered from the ad on The Nerdist, all I got was a silver laptop. Thank God for Sky Fugelson. I needed to cross a raging river without a bridge or a proper boat, but when I tried to order the nice Ford I heard about on the West Wing Weekly, I got a pickup truck. Stupid homophones. (laughs) Thankfully, Sky took the truck off my hands and got me across the river for no extra charge. Contact me, Sky Fugelson, the homophone lawyer today, and don't get tricked again! Homophones! I uh, I contacted Sky Fugelson because oh, really? I wanted a homophobe lawyer, and he uh, he helped me out with that case actually himself. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. What? So what was the what was the case you had on your hands where you needed a homophobe? I am not at the liberty to speak on it. That makes sense. Mm. Um, can I just? I don't know if you can answer this or not, Jeff. But was it you? Were you the defendant in this case, or were you the litigant? If you would like, you can go to the um, city hall and look up the case files yourself. But I'm, I'm not at the liberty to speak at this time. Give him a chainsaw. Ooh, yeah. You know, uh, we better drive there, Thayer, because I heard you can't flight city hall. It's now, when we left city off... Flight city hall. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. When we left off, we were talking about the Industrial Revolution. Let me just read a quote from that before I give my... or Thayer, would you like to read a quote? I, yes, man. Thank you. Uh, in bold there under Industrial Revolution. Great. And you've been doing a great job. This is a highly disruptive pod today. Why? Disrupt! Uh, the post office has gone... Sorry. Uh, all right. Here Defunct. we go. Always remember that the crowd that applauds your coronation is the same crowd that will applaud your beheading. People like a show going postal. There was a pregnant pause. Gave birth to a lot of little pauses, each one more deeply embarrassing than its parent. That's pretty great. That's a hilarious quote. That's pretty great. That's good. That and that's good. just uh, in, you know, the pros. Uh, that is pretty great, I gotta say. I mean, that's just on point, too. The crowd that applauds your coronation is the same crowd because people will turn on you. And mob mentality, and groupthink, and other things, and all this stuff, and all the things about crap. You guys got any other questions about Discworld or anything before I get to this closing argument? Do we, does the turtle ever talk? Not yet. Yeah, how Not, much does that come into play? Uh, I mean, it comes into play like gravity comes into play for us, I'd say. You know what I mean? So like, it's not a character. It's just a reality of our world. So, like, the elephant's splish splash taking a bath. Is it going to spray up like a bidet? It could. They do. When sailors get See, near the I'm edge interested. of Discworld, they can go off the edge. And, and die? Just, yeah, and just be lost into space. You said that... The turtle plays the same role that gravity plays. Is not there, exactly in this world. Is there a cerebrellus song about turtles? Uh, how would that go? Do you think if there was one, Jeff? Uh, probably the same as her song "Gravity." But how's that go? Isn't that okay. John Mayer's song? Uh, there's also yeah. There's both. It's there is. Cool there's a Switchfoot song about about the turtle. Well, goes, you, we learned today that cerebrellus is a stealer. Oh, is she Pittsburgh? But. But before you make judgment, she does own two cauldrons. 
Oh, okay. So she's probably helping. You people. know, I like uh, someone who owns cauldrons and not crockpots. I think in these times, it's very easy to just own a crockpot. Um, uh, if these crockpot jokes are doing it for you, write in because please let me know you exist out there. Now, Ben, we have heard love this pod. I love this pod. We've heard a lot of stuff today. Um, it was very disruptive at times, but also really great job. Great Prezo. Really? Yeah. You stayed on. Do you have any closing uh, augments? I have a, a huge closing augment, guys. For me, <laughs> this is a written out presentation. The mix of humor, driving plot lines, and deep characters keep me coming back to these books at the expense of other things I should be reading, like the New York Times. I find these books hilarious, deeply thought-provoking, and often inspirational. And uh, on top of that, guys, let me tell you, delivery-wise, I, I usually read these on my Kindle, and I get them for free from the Pasadena Glendale Library. So if you have your local library, whatever it might be, they probably have these books on, your, on the Kindle service. You can read it on your phone. My local it's library. Free. Wait, do you have to go to the library to get it on your Kindle? No, uh, you I can show it. you afterward how I know. I just know it for the Pasadena library. I don't have LA library. Okay, um, oh, but right. usually you go to a service, you sign in with your library card, yeah, and then you can check it out. It'll stay checked out for three weeks, I believe. But if you put it your Kindle on airplane mode, it stays checked out forever because the Kindle doesn't know. Wow! So think about that. Uh, my local library is a, also a Pollo Loco. Jeff, you, what is your decision, my friend? Are you convinced? Um, I'm, uh, I'm four days overdue on a BRC burrito right now. Um, <laughs> what? Four days overdue? Yeah. Oh, you, you haven't returned it? Uh, I, my verdict is that, you know, like it sounds cool, but chances are I'm not going to read it. I just got The Promise of Sleep. It's a very thick book on sleep. Uh, psychology. Oh, thick zine or it's, book? It's the semin, uh, seminal. What's is that the word? Sentinel. Sentinel book mm-hmm. on sleep psychology. Uh, if you've seen the movie Sleepwalk with me, Mike Birbiglia, it's the one that he falls asleep to when he's listening to the audio book in the car that his dad gets for him. Anyway, um, I'm trying to read that. That's a thick one. Um, chances are I'm probably not going to get to this book, and I try to be as realistic as possible. Yeah, I appreciate that about you. He's a regular. It sounds pretty dope, and if a Discworld movie came out, yeah, I'd watch it. There's a couple. Oh, there are? What are they called? Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a going postal movie um, that was made for, I think, Sky TV or BBC. It's a British movie. It's okay. Uh, It's funny. I think it's a two-part miniseries, actually, so it's probably like three hours long. Um. Yeah, it's probably the best of them. There's several though. There's a there's an animated um, Color of Magic, which was the first novel, one of my least favorite novels of the series. Um, but yeah, there's there's quite a few quite a few adaptations, and they were talking about making a miniseries for BBC based on the Watch. Um, his daughter is kind of carrying on his legacy with these things. Yeah, I think this could this has potential for a movie or you know miniseries sure. at some point. Um, I could see it becoming pretty big. And that's as far as I'm going on the convinced train. All aboard! He's not on board, but uh, maybe hanging on the train with like a pinky, possibly, yeah. if it becomes a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I gotta say, uh, I definitely see the appeal. I mean, like these like very comedic quotes that are also very telling of society are always really fun to read. Uh, for me, I think I'll stick with my. Uh, I don't read enough, and I'm not sure if this is where I would go first if I had the time. Um, but I do think it's very funny, so I'm going to store it in my head as like, a, "Hey, man, possibly we'll read this in never, my lifetime." So yeah, tell me, like next time you want to read a fictional book, you're going to have to. Sorry, wrong part. <laughs> would this would this be like in your in your head as a possible? Next time you're like, you know, I want to start a new novel. No, no, not yet, not yet. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, probably not. It's probably on the list, but like much lower end. Only because what's above it? He's never going to read it. Yeah, I'm not going to read it, dude. I'm sorry. But uh, you know, it's on the (laughs) it's on the list. Very long list. I mean, everything else on the list is like all these classics. Uh, One is. is uh the 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 bibble so good 
Sure, I could uh, give you some say, tips on where to start in that. Book. Once and Future King is on. The- <laughs> I'd also say like like a lot of the like like uh, you know large scale like philosophical. Oh God, I'm, I can't put words into like no, you're uh-huh. doing well. Like satirical, like, but, yeah, the satirical, yes. like metaphorical. Yeah, the 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 very um, intellectual like quotes. Like mm-hmm. they're they're a little bit too general. Like they're and they're like obviously it's from obviously it's kind of like antiquated. So I don't know. I don't like. I think it's. I don't think I would read it for that reason. Like uh, I think that was for cool, the social commentary. But I think it's, it's yeah the social commentary. I don't read it for this. that yeah. either. Those are kind of gems you get along the way, and it's right. such deep characters and uh, storylines is really what I read it for. Does this compare to like Doctor Who at all? I mean, like no, is it in that world? Because like that's no, it's not in that okay. world. Okay. Uh, I would say maybe in the sense of it doesn't take itself too seriously right. the way Doctor Who doesn't. But I would say it's it's much better storytelling. Doctor Who tends to be so like serialized and like the same thing over and over yeah you know i mean it's on the list but it's down there so it's uh come back to me in like 20 years convince okay fair enough guys i do i do genuinely think if you if you started one of the better disc world novels you'd be hooked like i was because guys we all got similar sensibilities uh now it's time for our next segment you've heard of shark tank the show where entrepreneurs bring their inventions onto a group of investors, or sharks, yeah. to see if they get hooked. Well, in no relation to Shark Tank, we bring you Dolphin Chamber. A segment where entrepreneurs bring on their inventions to a group of investors, or dolphins, to see if they get hooked. Doom, do, do, do. That's dolphin Chamber! It's <laughs> a dolphin noise. All right. So today, uh, Jeff is a sad, lonely man who's put all his money into this new idea, and he's come here to the Dolphin Chamber, try to convince us to get on board with this unusual obsession. Jeff? Dum, 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 dum. Okay. Ah. All right. This is called, it's an app called Count Me, right? Count Me. Um, I'm out. Oh, Dolphin... Is that I hate counting. I'm okay. Uh, I'm let still me in. Start over. Let me going. start over. All right. sure. Can I start over? Yes, I'm okay. in. Uh, thank, hi, t- hi today. Uh, thank hi you today? so much for letting me speak to you. This, this is my life's work. This guy seems nervous as hell. Let me just, Jeff, take a deep breath. It's thank okay. So we know much. there's a lot of dolphins in here. It's okay. We want to hear your idea. Okay. Um, one of you is a real dolphin. Ah! It's not me. <laughs> I know it's not you. It's the dolphin that just made a noise. Uh. I have an idea called Count Me. It's an app that allows you to uh, like log anything you want about yourself. Uh-huh. Um, what is one of you trying to improve something about your life? What was one of your New Year's resolutions? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, not you. I'd like to exercise more. Okay, great. Um, I'd like s- to count more. All right, uh-huh. let's do exercise. So. You, uh, you can okay. set a goal on Count Me. I want to exercise for 30 minutes at least three times a week, right? Uh, right. Now, how would okay. you do that if you wanted to count more? Every time you exercise, you add one on the exercise goal. Okay. Okay. Over- so it's, it's, this is easier to use than, say, like a calendar, would you say? Right. If I- it's simple. You open it up. You've got your goals right there. You plus one. Six months later, you look at it. You can analyze yourself you can count me you can say you know in march i had a great peak uh it aligned with these events in my calendar it's you know after the after uh marcia's wedding um i exercised 50 percent more than i did beforehand that's great oh i see so you can kind of you see how you're getting better as a person now i think i've worked in analytics for two years and I know a lot about how to make data readable by humans and dolphins. Now, what are your what are your sales? What are my sales? What are your sales? Yeah, have so you far? sold? How do you even monetize this? Well, people aren't downloading apps anymore. Fuck. Ah, oh, I'm so sorry. Ah, That's our dolphin ah, sensor. Ah, 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 this is ah, network television. I think he might want some shrimp. Can someone get this guy some shrimp? I, I, I brought some, actually. 
Ah, that's ah, breaded ah. and fried. No, you're looking for. Sure. That's how I look. You're asking for ten dollars for a ninety-six percent steak. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, I would like a steak that is that's 96% really percent steak and four percent filler. So you're not even $10. asking us to invest in your no, company. no. You guys cannot. You want a piece of subprime meat? No, I mean, I want it to be good steak, but ninety-six yes, percent meat is to not... do four percent filler. That's ah, not a big deal. Ah. Uh, I'm out. Hey, uh, Je- you seem like a smart guy. Thank you. But I don't know. Your steak experience seems extremely low. So for that reason, I'm out. All that's left is the dolphin. Can anybody tell me what? Uh, I believe he said your presentation is akin to a Ruth's Chris. That's all I've got so far. Uh, Here's a uh, on a skyscraper. Uh, high stakes. Can I make a new pitch? Uh, what about dolphin steak? Oh, oh, I'm gonna have to ask you. To, he's out. He's out. Do 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 do. That was dolphin chamber. <laughs> dolphin uh, chamber. That's a real idea I have, you guys. What do you think about it? Uh, I all I have to say about dolphin chamber is that noise is really annoying. It's a lot. I would edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would try to just turn down the volume. Nobody still count me. That's my idea. Okay. Well, we can, maybe we can just cut it. Patent pending? Because I don't want anyone to still count me. We'll just, yeah, we'll just, uh, just bleep it. Bleep it or put another. My idea is straws. <laughs> <laughs> when you use straws you on your s- mobile phone. <laughs> you can set goals for yourself. After Marsha's wedding, I used more <laughs> straws. straws. Great. Uh, awesome. That's great. That's great. Uh, sorry about that noise. And by sorry, I mean sorry. There was a dolphin judge. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? And uh, with plugs, what's up? You guys got nothing going on? Sure. Uh, for me, I'd like to plug. If you guys could please review us, we haven't gotten a review this year, 2017. <sighs> We'd love to get another review. It helps us stay relevant on those PCAST charts. You can review Convince Me Podcast. Email us at convincemepodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter. You can tweet at us at convincemepod. For me, myself, I'd like you to check out the Convince Me Facebook. <laughs> Another thing to plug for this show. Or you can follow me at Ben Castle, C A S S I L, on Twitter. Ben's huge on Twitter. Got eight retweets. Oh, baby. Uh, yeah. I saw. I thought I saw a Tweety Cat or something. Anyway, uh, it's me, Thayer. I went into it. I went to uh, did a joke joke a day commit on Twitter. Don't look at it. Very mediocre. Um, so if you're looking, unless you're looking for mediocre comedy, comedy where you're thinking that's not bad, but I could do better, then definitely check it out. Um, and you can look for me in a couple weeks on. Uh, Dolphin Chamber, when I will be presenting my idea. And Strowls. Hope to get... Uh, Strowls. Strowls, yeah. And I hope to get uh, some funding. So check it out. And listen to this pod, you know? Listen to this pod. Uh, I'm going to plug... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever said it. Review. You know, guys, uh, we give you this service for free. No commercials. Uh, only fun commercials, and you know wait, all you can. Wait, least what? You can do. What, are you ta- what are you talking about? Dude? Do we not get money from these commercials? The least you can do is review, uh, and and you know send us a tweet. Just be like, hey, uh, you know, and and we'll we'll address it on air. I'm pretty sure, you know. Um, Seriously, any communication any to communi- us, just, you will just like some kind of radio signal. You guys think the the radio and radio silence is unnecessary? I do. Uh, and uh, you know. Follow us on Twitter and all that stuff. You just um, lost all our tweets. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> they were going to do it. Um, love to hear back from you. Uh, I'm Jeff. This is Convince Me. And next, next time, time you want to hear something, something wacky, wacky and woody, it'll be right here on, on Convince Me. me. And it's just us guys in the studio.